Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The War Room, Infowars.com, band.video. I'm Harrison Smith sitting in today for Owen Schroyer. He took over the American Journal this morning and did the trucker call-in show. I hope it was a success. I didn't hear it because I was sleeping in. Oh, glory upon glory. I got to, I got to sleep in a little bit today, and, uh, and that was wonderful. So I put the extra time that I got before the show today into a lot of preparation. Maybe too much, but I'm going to try to get to... All of these stories, every single one of these, I'm going to try to cover and uh, clear off the desk today. Of course, the trucker convoy making its way to Ottawa is the big news today, and we'll be covering that. We'll also be talking about just all sorts of insane nonsense coming from the Biden administration and the, the their associates, of course. I got a bunch of videos to show you as well, and I'll try to get to all of those. But I want to start today with a, a post from the conspiracy subreddit. It's actually the top post. This morning on Reddit, the conspiracy subreddit, and it's titled, I think everyone owes Alex Jones a huge apology. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. The original Jay-Z, that's who wrote this. He says, the events we are witnessing today have been talked about for the last 20 years by Alex Jones. I've been listening to his show since 2008, and it's all coming true. Forced vaccinations, illegal trafficking of immigrants by the government, mass surveillance, currency manipulation, global government, election fraud, poisoning water supply, etc. That's only a few examples. There's a collective elite eroding our freedoms, constitution, and way of life. What side will you be on when the crap really hits the fan? Will you just follow orders blindly? We have a duty to our country and to not comply with this obvious grab for power and money by the corrupt elites. Fight back by educating yourself and others close to you. Don't let the experts do the thinking for you. We can't let this political virus infect us any longer. Resist, 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 resist. Yeah, absolutely. And and of course, the interesting thing is, if you were to scroll down a little on that post, you'd see all the comments there. There's a lot of people have a sort of cognitive dissonance when it comes to Alex Jones, because they're like, well, you know, his, yeah, this one, to be fair, his delivery's a little over the top. However, in context, you can see he was like, this is really happening, people. I didn't get it at the time, but I heard him as an educated mind can entertain ideas without accepting it. These people think in terms of decades and as usual, somebody was ahead of his time and no one believes him. Quite archetypal for humanity, by the way. But this is what goes to show that these plans have been in production for quite some time and they're just now creating events in order to unleash them. But this cognitive distance where they're like, yeah, Alex Jones was right. Yeah, but he, but he was too loud when he said it. Ah, yeah, but he, but he liked to yell and that hurt my ears. So I didn't want to listen. And it's like, I've said it a million times. Yeah, it sounds crazy when a guy's running around going, the bombs are about to fall. We're about to be bombed. The bombs are coming. And you don't see any bombs in the sky. You go, ah, guy's a little nutty, I think. But then when your house explodes, it's time to go, oh, that guy was right. And not only was he right, his, you know, uh, uh, panic was appropriate. The bombs really were falling. We really were in the ultimate danger. The crosshairs really were on our forehead. And that's not a time to go, hey, guys, hey, I think bombs are falling. Hey, guys, I think there's a bomb falling that's going to kill us all. Do you mind? Hey, guys, quiet down. Guys, I'm tr- um, excuse me. Excuse me. The bombs are falling. No, this is a life or death struggle. This is the ultimate attack from the New World Order. They have launched it. They have gone mobile. They have initiated the final solution in their mind 
to the the problem of humanity and it's appropriate to be running around like a chicken with your head cut off begging people please for the love of god wake up before it's too late well you you didn't listen to them they didn't listen to them and now here we are and the attack has been launched and our defenses were not up in time to prevent it well the good news is those those of you out there that have been listening to alex jones that have been paying attention that have been listening to the warnings coming down the pipe for oh so long are prepared We've done so much to wake people up. And, and even now, in that same comment there, I see people being like, well, you know, Joe Rogan is, is a lot better in today's atmosphere. And it's like, how do you think Joe Rogan knows any of this stuff? How, where do you think Joe Rogan found his guests to go on his show? It's InfoWars. It's Alex Jones. So, I, you know, we're just the ignition, the font. We are the spring from which this river has, has sprung. And now we will flood out the new All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The War Room. I'm Harrison Smith sitting in today for Owen Schroyer. Y'all want to start off by, by giving you a little, a little peek behind the curtain. I know I've told this story before, but one of the first days that I worked at InfoWars, I was uh, going to talk to Owen Schroyer. I was, I was a fan of his anyway, from, from the memes, you understand. Owen uh, Schroyer, the destroyer. I was a big fan of his, so I wanted to go and introduce myself to him. And uh, as I walked up, he was actually already talking to Alex Jones. Of course, I was very new to this. Alex Jones was so, so like, oh my God, there he is, right? Just this celebrity figure that I've, I've you know, grown up idolizing so, for so long. It was really amazing. And uh, Owen was talking to Alex and saying, you know, I think I'm going to cover this this way. I think, I think I might say this. And Alex just said, say whatever you want, just tell the truth. And he walked away. So I've sort of used that. I, it was just an offhanded remark by Alex Jones, but that's been sort of my guiding principle here at InfoWars. I assume that is basically the only rule we have here. Say whatever you want, but it's got to be the truth. So I'll, I'll tell you some I'll, I'll tell you some behind the scenes uh, truth here real quick. And again, I, I don't know. People cannot believe me. I, I really don't care. Uh, the people that actually watch Infowars, that actually regularly watch Alex Jones and and understand what's going on, know that what I'm saying is true. In that, Alex tells us the exact same thing he tells the audience. Like the way that that Alex and Infowars gets portrayed in the mainstream media, it's as if you know. We're, we're in front of the camera going, hey, guys, there's a bunch of attacks where we, we might go down. You've got to support us or we won't be able to continue this operation. Then the cameras go off and we're just like counting money and just like <laughs> it's so easy being an info. But no, no, no. When you hear Alex Jones say things like if we don't get this funding in, we will not be able to operate. Owen Schroer and I get voice memos from Alex Jones going, guys, you've got to you've got to plug because if we don't get money in, we're not going to be able to operate anymore. Like it's real. It's actually happening of course you know this if you're a regular viewer i don't need to tell you this that it's absolutely real the amount of attacks that we're under the amount of different attack vectors that they're coming at us from and the only way that we're able to fight it off is by the funds that come in from infowarsstore.com and even like is this which story is this guys can you scroll down a little bit is this the one yeah oh yeah just just flush with money right just oh he's so rich it's i mean it's so absurd yeah alex jones's infowars store made 165 million dollars uh over three years record show. And then at the exact same time that this was published, there was another story published saying Alex Jones is worth $6 million. Can you believe it? And it's like, hold on. He makes $165 million in three years. 
and he only keeps six for himself. And, and that's not that's not amount that he didn't make six million dollars over three years. That's the the amount of stuff that he owns. That's his house and uh, I don't know, his cars and uh, the, the money in the banks and what, whatever else he owns. And again, I don't know if any of those numbers are true. I'm going off mainstream media headlines. I don't talk to Alex about his personal finances behind the scenes. So it could be completely off. I don't know. But just going from what the mainstream media says, it's like. Alex Jones could be a billionaire right now. He could he'd at least be a hundred millionaire, right? But the fact is, all of it goes back into Infowars. All of it goes back into the crews and the uh, the behind. I mean, just the payroll and the the shipping costs and just everything that goes on behind the scenes costs just so much money that we're we're barely able to stay above water. But the good news is that the American people, the info warriors out there, they recognize the attacks that we're under. They recognize the reason that we're under attack is because we've been so right and we've been so on the forefront and warning people about what was coming down that they want to target us and attack us and destroy us so we can't be here to warn people about this. So that's why they're doing it. And you know all the various methods that they're doing this in. But again, it's just like, can you imagine? Here's a little example for you. How much do you think Brian Stelter makes? Think about what Alex Jones does. Think about what Brian Stelter does. Alex Jones, 24-7 He's on fire, right? He's covering the news. He's coming up with these ideas. He's, you know, uh, uh, researching behind the scenes. He's coming up with the sales and making the the products behind the scenes. He's working with the manufacturers. He's dealing with those lawsuits that you know about, just and the ones that you don't know about. I assume I, I don't really know about this stuff either. But it's just like full bore, constant, one hundred percent energy all the time. Compared to like Brian Stelter reads letters off of a teleprompter for an hour a day. Brian Stelter, I'm pretty sure, gets paid something like $10 million a year. I'm pretty sure Anderson Cooper gets paid $15.5 million a year for, again, reading somebody else's words off a teleprompter. So it's just like, you know, again, this, this article from the Huffington Post where it's just Alex with like money coming out of his head could not be farther from the truth. It's not just not true. It is the inverse of reality. Everything that comes into InfoWarsStore.com, goes directly back into this fight, and you see the consequence of that. You see Band.Video. You see the InfoWars Store. You see everything that we're doing. And again, I'm, I'm putting this at the front here because it is that important that we maintain our success, that we, that we maintain our growth, that we're able to expand. We're bringing on so many people in, on Band.Video, new channels almost every day, it seems, on Band.Video's. And of course, we we make it very easy to support us. We don't just you know beg for your money. We don't uh, uh, you know have a subscription fee. All the information is free because that's the paradigm. Information is the key. Getting it out to everybody else is the key. And you can support us, but we don't ask you to just give money. We give you a fantastic product uh, in exchange and its products that will actually help you to prepare yourself against the attacks that we warn you about. So right now, there's 25% off all storable foods, and this is. Perhaps the biggest sale that's ever happened on the storable food. I mean, the thing is the storable food can be a little bit pricey, but it's because you're getting so much. I mean, just think about like if you were to go to McDonald's for every meal, it would be more expensive than the storable food. If you were to go like just order from the dollar menu, it would still stack up and add up to more, you know, for the same if if you get 40 meals at McDonald's, it'd be whatever, $100, 40 meals from uh, InfoWars Life Select, less than you would be paying at uh, McDonald's. That's at full price, 25% off. Significantly less, and you know the collapse is coming. You know the supply chain is broken, and you know the people in charge are not doing anything to prepare for it. We're coming up on the month of February. One year ago, here in Texas, I had people 
at this office actually texting me going, hey, do you know where I can get food and water? Any idea where I can find basic sustenance for survival? And it's like, I don't know. There's a, there's a grocery store open on 17th Street. Try that. Don't find yourself in that position. Don't wait until it's too late. Don't wait until, you know, you're looking at, at the, the, the pack of ramen at the bottom of your, you know, uh, pantry that you forgot about and going, oh, I better make this last a couple days. Don't let it get to that point. Yeah, I mean, the empty shelves you've seen recently, again, it's not going away anytime soon. They're denying it's even happening. They're laughing at you because of it. They're saying to go drink a margarita while we destroy the supply chain. So don't wait until it's too late. By the time you need it, it's too late to get it. So get it now while you don't need it. Just be prepared for when you do. Storable food, 25% off. One of the biggest sales we've ever had. Perhaps the biggest sale we've ever had on storable food at 25% off. And while it can be a little bit uh, pricey, it is delicious, nutritious, uh, just nutrition-packed food. And uh, 25% off is an absolute huge, huge savings on this. And it's uh, not going to go on for uh, very long. You know, other people were, other people basically aren't able to offer this stuff for this cheap. We have uh, certain agreements with the manufacturers or the providers of this uh, stuff to really offer it for lower than you can get it from anybody else. So the storable food now is 25% off, absolutely necessary. And of course, your money goes directly into this fight. And of course, that's not all. You also have that, uh, the multi-food vitamin, uh, the whole food multivitamin and the vitamin C plus zinc and rose hips. Both of those sold out incredibly quickly. They're 40% off now. They will be selling out uh, probably by the weekend. Monday will be your last chance to get this deal. But don't wait until Monday. It might be sold out by then. If you want to take advantage of the biggest sale we've ever had on storable food, as far as I know, uh, and the 40% off the vitamin C plus zinc, the multi-food, uh, multivitamin whole food uh, supplement and Brain Force Plus, also 40% off. Take advantage of those because those sales will not last past Monday, but it's, it's touch and go whether we even get there before we sell out. So go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Please do support us. Buy some of these products. It'll, it'll help you improve your own health and it'll help you be absolutely prepared for whatever comes down the track, whether it's a natural disaster, whether it's a... Uh, uh, you know, whether it's a, a snowstorm or a supply chain collapse or a trucker strike, we don't know what's going to come down the pipe, but we know that we're prepared for it when we go to InfoWarsStore.com and buy the storable food. It's 25% off now, the biggest savings you can get. I'll get right into the news on the other side, but it is just that important that we stay on the air. And the only way that we do that is by your support at InfoWarsStore.com. So uh, I can talk about all this news, but if I talk about all this news and then, you know, there's no money, then tomorrow uh, I can talk all the news I want. There won't be the cameras. There won't be the crew. There won't be the website. So to maintain all of that, InfoWarsStore.com. The globalists are bombarding us with propaganda and with spiritual warfare and with poisons and chemicals added to the foods. It's all come out. And they're doing that not because we're weak, but because we're made the image of God, the creator, and we are powerful. And the social engineers fear that so much. So that's why I repeat that famous internet saying that nobody knows who first came up with, but boy, is it true. The propaganda would not be necessary if the situation was hopeless. They need all their propaganda and all their lies and all their evil and all their cultural death because they know we are strong and they know in the end they signed on to the God of this world who is a loser. And that's why it's so important that everybody keep InfoWars on the air now more than ever. Because even if you don't believe in God, what the globalists are manifesting and setting up is satanic. 
and we are opposing the one world government and the mark of the beast they just announced. You have until February 13th, 2022, or a little less than two weeks as of the time I'm taping this announcement, to get the documentary film, COVID Land Part 2, The Mask, at InfoWarsStore.com exclusively and get a free copy of two of my groundbreaking films, Dark Secrets Inside Bohemian Grove and The Order of Death that deals with Skull and Bones, Bohemian Grove, and so much more. People are like, why are you selling DVDs? Because everything's got to go low-tech now with all of the incredible censorship that's taking place. And you're authorized and encouraged to make digital copies of these and DVD copies of these to get around the censors. It's having a huge effect. You're also encouraged to donate copies to your local library, police departments, you name it, whatever you do, inform people. You've got until the 13th to get your copy of COVID Land Part 2 The Mask and get two films free with it for the one price of $19.95. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, welcome back, folks. We're going to cover just so much news here today. I, I, I might open your phone calls, but I'm going to see how much news I can get through first. Uh, we've got uh, a lot of lot of talk about old our old our old friend George Soros. You know, uh, some some punches being thrown back and forth about that uh, despicable scumbag. So we'll talk about that in just a little bit. We'll of course uh, show you some really amazing videos from the trucker convoy. Uh, we'll talk about. Ukraine a little bit. I mean, I mean, you know, there's we're collapsing on so many different fronts. It's hard to know where to focus. But let's try to delve into the 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 chewy nougat uh, nougat center of this um, insanity chocolate that we're eating. It's <laughs> a, a bad metaphor. <laughs> let's try to delve down into the heart of the rabbit warren that we're pursuing. What's really at the center of all of this? And to help us, help guide us here, we're going to look at the way that social justice and this leftist mindset, this progressive cancer has wormed its way into girls' sports and is eating it from the inside like the cancer that it is. You know, kind of like a cancer. Yeah, it's kind of like a cancer that's now metastasizing in the sports world. It's not the only place it's, it's metastasizing. Obviously, it's everywhere else. You've got so-called trans women being put into prison with other women and raping them. You know, just a bunch of horrific stuff on a bunch of different fronts. But let's focus on girls' sports because here it's like the most pure, the most simple, the most easy to understand. So from the LA Times, UCLA Gymnastics confronts allegations of racism and bullying. I'm just going to read this article for a little bit and let's try to wrap our minds around what the hell is going on in this situation. They say uh, they're wearing T-shirts that say injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere, quoting MLK. Wearing matching T-shirts did little to cloak the wounds from months of internal strife within the UCLA program. After two gymnasts told the Times a teammate used a racial slur, which prompted a university response that some gymnasts of color, gymnasts of color, gawks, (laughs) these are gawks we're dealing with, gymnasts of color found to be insufficient. The Bruins produced their worst team score in seven years. Like even just this sentence alone encapsulates so much of the insanity and the problems that it causes, right? So you've got two gymnasts telling 
the media that a teammate used a racial slur. Now, they leave out that she wasn't calling anybody a racial slur, that she was singing a song that had a racial slur in it because the, the person singing the song wasn't using it as a racial slur. They were using it as a term of endearment because they're black, but she was not black. I don't even know what race she was, honestly, but she wasn't black. We know that. So you've got these two tattletales, these two snitches telling the media that the teammate used a racial slur Well, when she was singing a song. That prompted a university response. So the university immediately is just like, oh, whatever we do, whatever we can do, you're in charge now. You've been offended. We, we bow to you. We do whatever you want. They do what the, whatever they do, but it's not enough, right? That's the other aspect of this is when you feed the insatiable beast, the insatiable beast asks for a glass of milk, right? <laughs> the insatiable beast asks for a little bit more. When you give in to these people, they will never be satisfied. So they ask for a little bit more. So it's insufficient, It was found to be insufficient by these gymnasts of color. And what was the response of this? It was that this previously storied and accomplished gymnastics team posted its worst score in the history of the team. So, I mean, again, this all just sort of encapsulates it, right? Wasn't actually an act of racism, but it was something that offended some people. So those people got whatever they wanted, but that wasn't enough. All of this chaos and strife and division completely fabricated from whole cloth has destroyed a previously successful team. It's just like, oh, just boom, right there. That's everything that you need to know, but actually there's more. Senior Margzetta Frazier, along with a teammate who spoke to the Times on condition of anonymity because she feared repercussions. That's another aspect of this. And you'll keep seeing this time and time again. The people that understand how ridiculous this is, the people that are actually being victimized by these social justice uh demagogues i mean i don't know what you'd call them just terrorists like they keep their opponents in a state of just utter fear knowing that if they dare stand up against this if they dare just point out how ridiculous this this is like if somebody that person said a racial slur and somebody else goes i i heard that i didn't hear a racial slur it's like now you're destroyed now your life is over now you'll be kicked off the team now you'll never get a job again now you'll be demonized and your face will be spread all, all over social media as people call you a white supremacist terrorist and uh, destroy the rest of your future prospects. So the opponents of this, who actually understand what's going on, are kept in a state of silent fear. The rift deepened to the point where Frazier and fellow senior Nora Flatley tweeted at UCLA Athletic Director Martin Jarmond for help on January 20th. Help! Help, Martin! Help us! We got everything we wanted, and we want more. Help us! The second-year athletic director met with Gymnast Tuesday, two days after they finished second in a tri-meet against Oregon State and UC Davis. Frazier left the meeting feeling hopeful, she said on a Tuesday afternoon interview with the Times. Jarmond admitted in the meeting, which didn't include coaches, that the administration had handled the situation poorly and didn't do enough. So again, what actually happened here? One of the, one of the uh, uh, gymnasts was singing a, song, a rap song that had a naughty word in it. And then the, the team did something to prevent, to, to help this. It wasn't enough. And so then the, the snitch that originally got all, the whole ball moving started tweeting at the administration going, I'm still hurt. I'm st- uh, things are still not good. You have to do more. They hold a meeting where they talk about this and they go, okay, all right, fine. We understand that we, we didn't do enough. And she's like, okay, good. They leave the meeting with the, you know, the, the administration groveling and, and kissing their feet and going, please, please don't, don't bring any more attention to us. Please don't destroy this multi-million dollar sports endeavor on your ridiculous tirade. And they're just like, 
Okay, I'm all right. I'm feeling hopeful now. I'm feeling hopeful. They've groveled enough and I'm feeling hopeful, but oh no, oh no, what happens? Jarmond released a statement Tuesday after the meeting with the gymnast saying, quote, the health, safety, and well-being of our student athletes is always our priority. He added that the program, quote, proactively engaged the support of campus and external experts on equity, diversity, and inclusion, incidents of bias, mental health, and communication. Then Frazier says, quote, any goodwill the meeting generated was eroded by that statement, which she describes as discouraging. What? What is discouraging about this? What is she taught? Like, and this is this is the the key here. Yeah, here's the statement, right? So this is what she left this meeting with them groveling, going, good, we're in charge and, and I'm happy. But then she's been dispirited and discouraged because they released this statement saying the health and safety of our student athletes is always our top priority. We have health experts to deal with this. And she's what is discouraging about this? And this is the thing that you have to understand. It's insanity. It's just insanity. We're going to keep going through this. We're going to go through this situation. We're going to move on to the transgender situation happening, you know, across the country and touch into a little, a little bit more of this, but women's sports is not the only place this is happening, but it's perhaps the place where it's most obvious how blatant baseless insanity is being catered to and it is destroying everything. That's all that's happening. You have insane people who have been uh, like promoted and encouraged by the mainstream media that that their insanity is actually correct and the world should bend to their will and they make demands and doesn't matter how much you give them their insanity demands more and more and more and if you ever deny them then you're the bad guy and you must be destroyed and it's this senseless endless ceaseless catering to the insanity that is destroying everything and again we'll get into some uh some other points about this happens but this story gets even crazier stay tuned UN-run contact tracers aren't coming. They're here all over the world, from Australia to the United States, from Canada to Germany. These tyrants are tracking everything you do, everywhere you go, and then coming to your house and threatening, in some cases, actually taking people away into the night to their facilities. And they're planning in the next year to expand their shield process where they come and take, quote, healthy people away and put them in facilities for their safety. This is nothing less than martial law. And one big thing you can do to fight back is to get high-quality Faraday cages, many of which are made here in America and are very compliant, meaning U.S. government military grade at InfoWarsStore.com. We have the entire line of Silent Pocket ready to ship to you when you visit InfoWarsStore.com. Again, we have big backpacks. We have special dry bags. We've got them for cell phones. We've got them for laptops. We've got them for iPads. It's all there at InfoWarsStore.com. So protect your privacy today and support the InfoWar at InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Warning, this broadcast contains subject matter that might trigger liberal snowflakes. It's The War Room with Owen Schroyer. All right, welcome back, folks. Harrison Smith sitting in for Owen Schroyer today, documenting the absolute insanity that is poisoning all of our institutions, but is perhaps most clearly noticed when you look at women's sports, where it seems to have metastasized and, and really gone nuclear in a lot of ways. So where we last left off, the UCLA gymnastics team was, oh, just just destroyed by these accusations of racism 
because a non-black person sang a rap song. That's that's where the that's where the 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 impetus of this is. This is where the the initiation of this is. Uh, so again, it's like when, when the media reports it, they're just like when a teammate used a racial slur. It's like you want to give any context to that at all? No, no, no. They want you to assume that it's a you know some some white privileged person just being like i don't want to be on a team with in words and it's like uh, no that's not what happened whatsoever it's a person singing a rap song that apparently her black teammates didn't think she was allowed to sing and so of course the school does everything they can to uh, cater and pander and and you know satisfy the insatiable beast of the social justice warriors and it's not good enough and it's never good enough so the social justice warriors then demand a second round of capitulation they receive it, right? Okay, we'll hold the meeting. We'll do whatever you want. They release a statement being like, we're doing everything these insane, no, I'm sorry. We're doing everything these wonderful social justice warriors want. We've changed the uniforms. We've got them special masks. We've, <laughs> we've got uh, uh, Black Lives Matter t-shirts that we'll have them wear. We've issued statements. We've done everything we can possibly do. The problem is that the issue they're talking about is imaginary. So it's hard to really confront it. Right. This is like, you know, a schizophrenic person going, I have spiders all over my face and you go, OK, let's talk about this. Let's figure out where this is coming from. And then later they're like, they did nothing to fight the spiders on my face. It's like, well, there are no spiders on your face. So it's kind of hard to do stuff like this. Yeah, here you go. More signaling, more, you know, uh, virtue, virtue signaling here to show everybody just how virtuous you are, just how willing you are to capitulate to the, the demands of psychopaths when they invoke racism. So stupid. Uh, what the senior remembers from three months of meetings were abstract conversations that didn't specifically address racism on the team. Well, there was no racism on the team, so it's hard to specifically address that, isn't it? They, they did nothing to specifically address the spiders crawling all over my face right now. Well, they're not there, so it's hard. It's really hard to target them. Her requests for help, she says, were neglected and brushed under the rug. Really, really. So all the stuff we're seeing here, all of the like the she's been celebrated and pushed up and listened to it's just okay it's all it's it's never enough that's what we have to learn it will never ever be enough and we'll we'll tell you why in just a second so she continues this whiny little snitch it seemed like there were things put in place to check off boxes fraser said it was performative and it did not do anything i know for a fact that myself and my black teammates have suffered greatly we haven't had training i would say that for the whole team we have not had correct training for three months because of the emotional despair and lack of trust between the gymnasts and the staff so like again this this paragraph really just just tells you everything you need to know it's just like these are insane people who are just like, it's their own insanity that's messing everything up, that's getting in their own way. It's their own, like, manufactured despair. Nobody called them a bad name. Nobody was racist against them. They're going to one of the top schools in the country on one of the top gymnastics teams in the country. They're probably treated like celebrities everywhere they go, you know, as most uh, student athletes are. They're just like, they're as privileged as you could possibly be, and they're just whining and complaining because a song lyric that got sung wasn't appropriately uh, 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 reacted to like what did they want did they want the, the girl's life to be destroyed because it has been and it's still not enough according to team sources the conflict conflict began early in fall when several gymnasts heard a teammate who was not black sing lyrics that included the n-word <gasps> 
So yeah, now for for months on end, we have to hear whining and complaining and capitulation. It's just like it's oh, it's, oh, it's a song lyric. Oh, it's just a song lyric that all of this is about. Incredible. Uh, two other teammates who heard about the incident and additional use of the N word approached the gymnast who had sung the lyrics to help her understand why her teammates were offended and to seek an apology. I want to help her understand. And if she doesn't understand, we will destroy her. But we're helping her to understand how to submit to us. But the gymnast denied she'd done anything wrong. Yeah, well, she hadn't. So there you go. There you go, right? That's how it is. It's like, and, and the, the, the therapist denied that there were spiders on my face. Well, there aren't. So there you go. Coaches held a series of one-on-one meetings with gymnasts and arranged meetings to speak about mental health and racism. Did you though? Did you? Because the only person with the mental health issues I see here is the person who is destroying the entire gymnastics team over this ridiculous, like OCD, schizophrenia level social justice mind cancer that they've been infected with. But of course, it wasn't just the singing of, of song lyrics that is oppressing these brave black gymnasts. Black gymnasts cited other microaggressions from coaches that led to their plea for Jarmon's help. So microaggressions, these are the aggressions that, again, you can't really point out what they are. You know, it's just like, well, they, they gave me a side eye sort of thing. Or it's like, it's like if you go to them crying, right, tears running down her face going, she was singing a Kanye song. And, she, and, the, and the coach is like, wait, I don't, I don't understand. This doesn't seem like a, so she said a song lyric and they're like, wow, how dare you? That is a microaggression to minimize the trauma that I'm experiencing right now. I'll have your skin, sir. I'll have you fired. I will have your head mounted above my mantle before the day is over. The coaches told the Bruins they were concerned about the mental health of the gymnast accused of saying the N-word and urged teammates to be more tolerant. The perceived uh, prioritizing of the non-black gymnast concerns over the black gymnast only added to the tension, especially after the coaches told some black gymnasts that their teammate felt scared or intimidated by them, according to gymnasts on the team. Again, because we know how this goes. because. This girl, because she was like muttering a song lyric to herself, like she, they said they overheard it anyway. So she's literally probably has headphones in and it's just like singing along to her song while she's like doing homework. Somebody overhears this. This comes a big, a big deal. And they start bullying her and threatening her. And we know that if, if her name were to leak to the media, her life would be destroyed. That's not an understatement. Her life would be destroyed. So yeah, she's going to be scared. And again, this, this, media article is just so unbelievably dishonest in the way that it just leaves out pertinent facts about what's going on like the actual bullying and intimidation and ostracization that this girl faced under accusations of racism because she was singing a song they were putting like dead fish in her lockers they were like threatening her with violence so you've got a girl who did nothing wrong other than say a a word that is you're not allowed to say because this is america you're not allowed to say certain words and that's, that's just, you know, a song lyric. So we didn't really do anything wrong. And then when she is like probably having a mental breakdown because all of her team is turned on her and they're calling her a racist and like they're just like destroying her life. And then, you know, when the coaches are like, hey, this girl deserves some care too. This girl deserves empathy as well. You can't just destroy her life and bully her and ostracize her because, you know, she sang a song lyric you don't like. And they're like, wow, you're prioritizing a white woman over the black women. So it's just like, it's a feedback loop, right? It's like when you when you turn on a microphone and a speaker at the same time. It's just the more you give in to them, 
the more you allow them to destroy the lives of their enemies and then you like try to help the person that their whose life is being destroyed now that's another grievance on top of their previous grievances so if you don't give in to them it's just an additional grievance that they'll complain about and if you do give in to them it's not enough and it's another grievance that they will complain about i know i'm spending a long time on this story but it's not just about the gymnastics team at ucla it's not just about women's sports it's about this exact same paradigm this exact same you know uh, series of events taking place at every level and at every level it's all got the same cause it's pandering to and catering to and capitulating to the demands of insatiable inauthentic lying power hungry scumbags who are using whatever power that they have and whatever power the media will give to them to destroy the lives of people who did not do anything wrong and then they'll celebrate and act like they're powerful for being the stupid little stooges of the mainstream media and their corporate masters you don't realize you are an idiot you are destroying something good for absolutely nothing on, uh, you know, face uh, fake trauma that you're not experiencing to self-aggrandize yourself for no particular reason. And there's more. With all the craziness going on in the world, with the globalists plotting their next big lockdown, with the next phase of the Great Reset being a staged cyber attack, with the deep state pushing a civil war, not just here, but in Europe and war with Russia with the massive inflation and all the other garbage that's taking place like supply chain breakdowns you need to get prepared now with high quality storable food that is ready to ship and it's been four years since my patriot supply at preparewithalex.com has offered their storable food at 25 percent off four years but right now it's 25 percent off until february 13th 2022 a little over two weeks from the time I'm cutting this to get 25% off at preparewithalex.com on the entire catalog of My Patriot Supply. Act now, get prepared now. This is absolutely essential for everybody that wants to be self-sufficient. You have until February 13th, 2022, or a little less than two weeks as of the time I'm taping this announcement, to get the documentary film, COVID Land Part Two, The Mask, at InfoWarsStore.com exclusively and get a free copy of two of my groundbreaking films, Dark Secrets Inside Bohemian Grove and The Order of Death that deals with Skull and Bones, Bohemian Grove, and so much more. People are like, why are you selling DVDs? Because everything's got to go low-tech now with all of the incredible censorship that's taking place. And you're authorized and encouraged to make digital copies of these and DVD copies of these to get around the censors. It's having a huge effect. You're also encouraged to donate copies to your local library, police departments, you name it, whatever you do, inform people. You've got until the 13th to get your copy of COVID Land Part 2 The Mask and get two films free with it for the one price of $19.95. Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, folks, I promise we'll move on to some some COVID news and some trucker news and some uh, political news and George Soros news. We'll get into all of it. We've got plenty of time, but I got to keep going on this because, again, it's just... I don't know. It's necessary to understand. It's necessary to really wrap your mind around what is actually going on here and how this pervades our entire civilization and 
and just taking it on, on like a person, like just during the break there, I was just trying to imagine like putting my, I want to have empathy, right? I'm going to put myself in the, in the um, shoes of these uh, gymnasts of color here. And I was just imagining, we should, could we bring up a shot of the crew in the, uh, in the, in the uh, control room back there? It's like, just imagine, is that, is that Rob at the controls there? Just imagine Rob is like, yeah, there he is. He's walking down the, the hallway. And I'm, I'm walking behind him and he's singing a song to himself and he says a, a word I don't like. And I go running to Alex Jones and I'm like, Rob is a racist. He's an absolute racist and I don't feel safe around him anymore. And then the whole rest of the crew turns on Rob. And then they start like telling him to kill himself and putting like rotten fish in his backpack. I know it would suck, Rob, right? But actually you're the bad guy here, okay? You're the bad guy and we're destroying you. And so then it's like Alex Jones and Rob, we all, we all have to come together and, and, and talk this out. And uh, it's it's never going to be good enough. I want Rob off this show. I don't want to. I you have to ask me. You have to beg me for permission to come back on the show because I'm the offended one. And this is what actually happened. So it's like if you just try to put yourself in the mindsets of these people, it's like, wow, if I did that, I'd be really evil. I would just be sickening, sickeningly evil for me to do to and power hungry and just like just vicious. This idea of like, well, I can I can use this. I can use this false claim and I can. I can claim that I'm, I'm, you know, experiencing trauma. And if they don't pander to me, if they don't capitulate on every one of my demands, then they're the bad guys. And I get even more to complain about. Like, it's just such an evil thing to do. And I just like, I can't imagine doing it because, because, you know, what would happen? Like, as this story goes, you'll see, you'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll go, we'll go back to Rob in just a second and my, and my crusade against him. It's just, uh, it's. It's utterly sickening what happens here. So the coaches told the Bruins they were concerned about the mental health of the, uh, of the, of the teammate, right? So this is, like, this is like, you know, I turn on Rob. I say Rob is, is, is bad because he used, I overheard him using a word I don't like. And now everybody's turned against him and they're ostracizing him and they're like spitting at him and just like giving him a look every once in a while. And he's like, oh my God, what is happening? Why is everyone that I thought was my friend turns against me? And then like, you say Alex Jones comes, he's like, Hey man, you got you to cool it on, on, like, I get that there's some trouble there, but like, you know, he, he's, he was like crying in the break room. You, you got to be, be easy on this guy. And it's like, wow, you're choosing him over me. Is it because I'm white? Is it cause I'm so, so you're choosing him over me because of our race. Wow. Oh my God. I'm going to the media right now. Like it's, it's just so ridiculous and evil, uh, the, the way these people act and just no empathy, no sympathy, no, no space in their heart for like care of the people whose lives they're destroying. They're on an ideological mission of destruction and they will destroy anybody who stands in their way or doesn't, you know, or it just happens to be, you know, uh, nearby, you know, they'll also get destroyed and you'll get run over by the tank that we're driving. And, and that's it. We, we don't care. Not, not even caring a little bit. Asking us to care is a microaggression and I'll double down, right? So some gym, uh, gymnasts remain unsatisfied with how the situation was addressed and the teammate who used the slur was allowed to return to practice without approval or consultation from teammates who were offended by her behavior. See, I was offended. So now I have veto power over what she's allowed to do. Sure. I know she's dedicated her life to this. I know she, you know, is, has excelled in this one particular thing and, and it's, it's, laying down the pathwork for the rest of her life but i was offended so now it's up to me whether she gets to continue in this or not right rob said a word i don't like so now it's up to me whether he gets to do his job anymore and it, it just makes no sense it makes no sense 
And sometimes you can put yourself in these people's situation and go, oh, okay, I could see, yeah, I'd feel pretty insulted there. But no, none of this makes any sense. And, and it, just putting yourself in the mindset of this woman or these people, I would feel sick to my stomach. It's like, my God, to manipulate people this way and take advantage of people this way and destroy the life of somebody who did nothing wrong. It's so evil. Uh, ultimately, the gymnast pushed for a team meeting and some requested the gymnast who used the slur apologize and be suspended for two meets. Instead, she informed the coaches she was leaving the program. So it's just like, all right, I'm out. I'm out. I'm not going to grovel to these people. I'm not going to apologize when I did nothing wrong. And, I, I, and I'm the one who's the victim here. They're putting dead fish in my locker. They're telling me to kill myself. They're bullying me. And if my name gets out, my life will be destroyed by the media and the left-wingers, you know, politicians and everybody else who's aligned with this insane idea that everyone who does not immediately and, you know, fully capitulate to them is an enemy to be destroyed without remorse. So only days before UCLA's season opening meet, news of the transfer. So this girl transferred. She transferred to LSU because... Why would you want to stay on this team? It sounds awful. Only days before UCLA's opening season meet, news of the transfer started circulating online when the for- former Brune changed her social media biography to say L- uh, LSU gym- uh, gymnastics. It was accompanied by claims that UCLA gymnast bullied her into transferring by suggesting she take her life or putting rotten fish in her locker or backpack. She's like, yeah, you might want to mention that. You want to mention that maybe earlier in the story. When you're painting this girl out to be just like a a horrible person and when the coaches are talking about like, well, we're kind of concerned for her mental health too. Maybe that's because her teammates who she thought were her friends are telling her to kill herself and putting rotten fish in her backpack. Okay. Months of eroding trust showed on the competition floor where UCLA, which began the season uh, ranked eighth nationally, scored a 194.85 and finished last in a meet against Minnesota and and Iowa. So again, just to just to, just to beat up on Rob a little bit more. I'm sorry, Rob. I just chose you for this metaphor for this uh, you know example. I've nothing against you here, but just imagine, just put yourself. It's like you know, eventually the bullying and the the abuse and the you know hatred against Rob gets to some point. He's like, dude, I'm just gonna quit. I can't work it. I I got to get out of here. I, I can't work here anymore. And uh, and what? Oh, I didn't even I didn't even read the part in the story. The girl that's caused all of this, the one that's actually you know the social justice warrior behind all of this nonsense. Uh, says uh i hope she's doing well right so i've at this point you know in our little metaphor i've bullied rob out of his job i've driven him away from all of his friends the thing he's dedicated his life to is now at 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 permanent risk uh and he's finally just sad so much he had to leave because of the rotten fish and the suicide uh, encouragement uh and then i'm I'm like "Mm, i hope he's doing well i hope he's doing really well and i hope people are looking after him uh because the problem is not even him anymore. That's what she says. She says, quote, the problem is not even her anymore. So in this example, now that I've bullied Rob out of his job and destroyed his life, I'm like, actually, the problem is, is InfoWars. So it's actually all of you. And it's just like, at, that, at a certain point, wouldn't you go, oh, you're just, a, you're just an operative. You're just trying to destroy us from the inside with these false claims and this false outrage. And no matter how much we give you, you always demand more. And even when the person that, that you're targeting is bullied out of their profession and has to go run away a thousand miles away, then you turn your ire towards the rest of us that have been helping you the whole time and continue to try to destroy it. It would be pretty obvious at that point that I was some sort of operative trying to bring down InfoWars from the inside, isn't it? Would it be obvious that I was creating this division and, and lowering everything and just just destroying our ability to do absolute any, absolutely anything, right? The, the qualities of the show would start collapsing. It's like, 
we wouldn't be getting the views we get anymore. And I'm just like, yeah, well, maybe you should have done more to cater to me. Okay. Maybe you should have done more to capitulate to my demands and that we wouldn't be in this situation. It's just like, this is so unerringly evil. It's, it's hard to get your mind around. And again, women's sports seems to be just like where this is all coming to fruition because you have almost exactly the same or a very strange inverse of this situation with Leah Thomas, the UPenn transgender swimmer who now it's revealed from the daily mail uh, refuses to, to cover up her male body in the female locker room. So just think about how differently this situation is handled than the one I just discussed. Uh, this man who is on the women's team uh, goes around naked in the locker room. It's definitely awkward because Leah still has male body parts and is attracted to women, one swimmer told the Daily Mail in an exclusive interview. Leah has told her teammates that she dates women. So you have a man who is attracted to women in the girls' locker room walking around naked, and every single one of the girls on his team is like, this is awful and weird and creepy, and we don't like it, and they're told, shut up, you bigots. Literally. So just think about how different this is, right? Think about how different... One versus the other. One is like, well, I heard this girl, uh, you know, I overheard this girl singing a song lyric, and it's just like, destroy the, the girl's life. Undo the entire team. Capitulate on every level. And in this case, it's like, well, this whole team is, like, disgusted at having, having to see this man's junk as he's walking around, probably getting aroused with all the naked girls around. And the school's response to them is, uh, you're a bigot. You have to stop using the locker room now. And that's what they say. She says when the team members raised their concerns with the coach, trying to get Thomas ousted from the female locker room, but got nowhere. Multiple swimmers have raised it multiple times, the UPenn swimmer said, but we're basically told we could not ostracize Leah by not having her in the locker room, and there's nothing we can do about it, and basically we have to roll over and accept it, or we cannot use our own locker room. So what is at the center of all of this? What is at the, at the very center of, of, of all of this madness? It's just catering to the demands of the insane. It's destroying us. Cobra Commander here with an important message to humanity. I have decided that all of you will take a special injection so that you will be safe. But the injection is not ready yet. And so I need all of you to stay indoors for the next 15 days to flatten the curve. I also need you to wear a mask and I also need you to only shop at mega corporations. That way we can consolidate control and bankrupt the world economy, leaving companies that only I own profitable. You will then be my slaves. Oh, and then you'll get that special shot of venom from Cobra. We'll remove your immune system so you'll be dependent on me for the rest of your miserable lives. The fight for the future is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. On January 21st, a truck and trailer carrying about 100 lab monkeys collided with a dump truck along Route 54, just off Interstate 80, near Danville, Pennsylvania, which tore the trailer wide open and sent animal crates flying all over the highway. 
Three of the monkeys, macaques, escaped and went on the run, but since the 22nd, they have all been captured and killed. According to the CDC, the macaques arrived in New York from Mauritius, an East African country, and were en route to a CDC quarantine facility, either in Florida or the Midwest, according to conflicting reports. The CDC is now monitoring local residents for cold-like symptoms. Is this a wannabe Wuhan lab leak repeat? Michelle Fallon, a woman who came in contact with the monkeys after the crash, on the 22nd reported that she is experiencing symptoms, pink eye, and a cough. After visiting the emergency room, she was given a rabies shot and antiviral drugs. On the 21st, Michelle was driving directly behind the trailer of monkeys when it crashed, and thinking the animals were cats, she got out of her car and tried to help clean up the mess of animal crates on the highway. I walk up back on the hill, and this guy tells me, he goes, oh, he's hauling cats. I'm like, oh. So I go over to look in the crate, and there's this green cloth over it, so I peel it back, I stick my finger in there, and go, kitty, kitty, and it pops it up, and it's a monkey. Because their DNA is similar to that of humans, the macaques are often used in medical studies, and they have been in high demand during the COVID pandemic, each costing up to $10,000. Starting in 2020, there has been a shortage of these monkeys, which researchers want for COVID vaccine experiments to test the effectiveness of various shots. This wouldn't be the first time that lab test monkeys have led to an outbreak of a cross-species disease. In the United States Navy Medical Newsletter from July 5th, 1968, in the Preventive Medicine section, there's a warning about green monkey disease. The African green monkey is in the same animal order, suborder, and family as the macaque. The article describes a shipment of green monkeys being brought from Uganda to West Germany to harvest their kidneys for vaccine manufacturing. More than 20 employees who took part in removing the kidneys became ill with green monkey disease, and seven of them died. Symptoms included weakness, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, rash, and conjunctivitis, also known as pink eye, just like Michelle Fallon has experienced in Pennsylvania. In addition to green monkey disease, in 1958, monkeypox was first discovered by Danish virologist Preben von Magnus, originating in macaques from Singapore. This disease has habitually appeared and reappeared, jumping from monkeys to humans ever since. Eleven African countries have reported monkeypox since 1970. The United Kingdom reported cases in 2018, 19, and 2021. Israel had cases in 2018, Singapore in 2019, and in 2003 and 2021, the United States reported monkeypox cases. In 2020, the Washington Post reported that a veterinarian in Beijing, China contracted a herpes virus from macaque monkeys while working for a research institute where he dissected their bodies. A month later, he experienced nausea, vomiting, and fever before he died. So if diseases from monkeys are transmissible to humans and are known to have serious side effects, like death, 
then why are these types of animals being used for scientific experiments? Does their usefulness as test subjects outweigh the risks of contracting a disease from close proximity? Are researchers trying to engineer a deadly monkey virus as part of a gain-of-function research project? If so, how much more deadly would it be than a bat virus? like COVID, considering the similarity of our DNA. Hopefully, this is the last you'll hear of the mysterious Pennsylvania monkey virus. This is Brian Wilson with InfoWars.com. Share that link, ladies and gentlemen. Band.video did the CDC start a new pandemic in Pennsylvania. Share it now. InfoWars.com, Band.video. We'll be right back with the war room. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is War Room. I'm Harrison Smith sitting in today for Owen Schroyer. Still so much to talk about in today's program. I, I'm going to tear myself away from this topic now because because <laughs> I could go on and on about the insanity that's taking place with this uh, trans UPIN swimmer and just, uh, just the comparison between that and what's happening at the UCLA uh, gymnastics school. It's... It's very interesting and very enlightening, but it's all about catering to the insane. Why do you want to cater to the insane? Well, because the definition of insanity is having a break with reality, and they're attempting to reconfigure reality to meet their insanity. That is the major issue here, and this is something that I think a lot of um, a lot of alternative or like you know dissident right people they get part of what's going on here. They get that this is insane. They get that we're going down a, a, a dangerous path here, but they can't quite take themselves even to that next step. Just the, the very next step is, is a little bit baffling to people. Uh, for example, Matt Walsh last week or earlier this week was on Dr. Phil, and he tried to get the you know, transgender people to just define what a woman was. And the whole point was like, they don't know what, what a woman is. They cannot define woman. They can't do it. So they're trying to destroy the concept of womanhood. It's like, yeah, they are trying to destroy the concept of womanhood, but they're trying to destroy the concept of gender. They're just trying to destroy the concept of biological reality. They're trying to destroy the concept of reality. They're trying to enslave you in a demon's dream that reflects their own perverted vision of the world rather than the world as it is. You've got to take it the next step. You've always got to just go one, one little step further, right? And go, where is this headed? What is the purpose of this? Why is everybody going along with this in lockstep? Doesn't make any sense just to, they want to destroy gender. Why? Because they're weirdos? Like, that doesn't make any sense. That's where a lot of their reasoning stops. No, no, you got to go the step beyond and recognize this is an attack on reality. It's an attack on humanity. They are attempting to destroy what it is that makes us human beings at the very most basic level. Here's another great example of it from CNN. (laughs) Viewer discretion advised here. The hymen is a myth and virginity is a construct. It's time to let both of them go. Yeah, here they say virginity is a social construct. Well, it seems like a, like a reality to me. It seems like a state of existence. You either are or you aren't. It's, it's a reality. You've either had sex or you haven't. You're either a virgin or you're not a virgin. Like it, it's, it's not a social construct. It's a word to describe reality. That's what it is. So it, 
you know, these are all these are all intertwined. There's a reason that this insanity is so pervasive about all of this sort of stuff, right? Uh, they say the very concept of virginity is a social construct that continues to have extraordinary power in so-called conservatives and liberal cultures alike. While not universally the case in a gender binary heteronormative world in which a girl's value is intrinsically less than that of a boy's, her virginity becomes a commodity she trades or that is traded for her in exchange for better societal prospects. It's just like, okay, okay what? Like, do we live in the Middle Ages? Like, what are you talking about? I mean, it actually, but actually it is. But actually, this is just the reality of the situation. It's just like, yeah, you're, you're more, more valuable as a, as a romantic partner, as a long-term you know, marriage prospect if you're a virgin. That's just how it is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's just how it is. It has nothing to do with heteronormativity, <laughs> right? Like most other harmful patriarchal, norm, uh, patriarchal norms, the idea of virginity does boys no favor either. Hypermasculinity, the pressure to be a man's man, presents male virginity as a failure, while at the same time female virginity is to be prized. You see, these people are insane. If you value virginity, you're the bad guy. If you value losing the virginity, you're also the bad guy. It's nonsense and stupid and ridiculous. But again, it's about separating you from reality entirely. There's a reason they're publishing stuff like this. Same time they're publishing stuff saying, hey, uh, uh, you know, uh, pedophilia isn't actually that bad. It's not actually that bad of a thing. I mean, hell, the children that we're diddling, they aren't virgins because virginity doesn't exist. It's a fabrication. No, it's not. It's a reality. And the solution is to value it and to, you know, explain to people that sex is a spiritual activity that you degrade and corrupt when you do it outside of marriage. It's actually to, to, to go the religious route. It's actually to tell boys, no, you're not less valuable because you're a virgin. You're actually more valuable. It means you're, you're able to control your emotions. It means you are saving yourself for someone special. Like it's, it's a powerful thing. And everybody recognizes deep inside, intrinsically, that sex is a spiritual activity. That's why we're so disgusted by things like rape. Well, rape is just sex, but there's, there's something missing there, isn't there? It's the consent. That's what makes it a beautiful, wonderful thing rather than the worst thing in the world. And the reason that it's more impactful than other types of crime, even like grievous bodily injury, still not, you know, doesn't have that visceral reaction because we recognize the spiritual value of sex. That's what they're trying to destroy. That's what they're trying to tell us. It's just a social construct that we should do away with. It's not good. No, it is a good thing. It's a wonderful thing. It's a reflection of reality that they're trying to destroy. But what is all this headed to? I want to read this article from yahoo.com. And again, this is just taking what we already know and extrapolating it one step, just one. That's all it takes. Just one step to go, okay, once they get this, where do they go next? Once they get this, what precedent have they established, right? So here's the article from Yahoo. Jeff Bezos is paying for a way to make humans immortal. And I've talked about this for a long time. This is the conspiracy. If you want to know what the conspiracy is, this is it. It's what the Great Reset is all about. It's what the New World Order is all about. It all goes down to this. They are Sith. They are devil worshipers. They are satanic. Remember in uh, the, the prequels to Star Wars, why does, why does Anakin become Darth Vader? It's because uh, the dark side tempts him with the possibility of immortality. They say, we know how to reverse death. If you just join us. And it's funny because the, the demon worshipers that made the new Star Wars movies 
thought that that was real. They thought it was real. So now in the new Star Wars movies, the Emperor is still alive because, you know, the Sith have a way to, to undo death. What I don't think they understand is that that was a lie, is that, uh, you know, he thought he could save his loved one from death by giving into the dark side. His loved one still died. He lost his family and he lost his humanity in the process, right? It was a lie. It was a trick. It wasn't real. It's a metaphor for the Garden of Eden. Yeah, Satan promised Adam and Eve that they would be given immortal life and they would be, you know, revealed all the secrets of the universe if they were to just follow them. Instead, they ended up naked and afraid and shamed outside the Garden of Eden. It was a lie. It wasn't true. See, these people are the Sith. These people are the dark side fallen warriors. Jeff Bezos believes Satan's promise and he thinks he'll be able to be immortal. So let's take it one step, shall we? And we can read this. I mean, it sure looks like Jeff Bezos has plans to beat uh, to cheat death. The founder and former CEO of Amazon has reportedly made an investment in a freshly launched Altos Labs, a biotech startup focused on cellular rejuvenation programming to restore uh, cell health and resilience with the goal of reversing disease to transform medicine. Uh, they've got you know people from GlaxoSmithKline and uh, G- Genentech and the uh, National Cancer Institute. Larry Page is also... Uh, a funder of this, co-founder of Google. All the big tech guys are are funding this and promoting this. You've got a Nobel Prize winner who reprogrammed cells. You've got another guy, Juan Carlos Belmonte, whose lab uh, is a uh, uh, has drawn scrutiny for and criticism for research that began to hybridize human and monkey embryos. So they're the ones creating the chimera, and it's all an attempt to create immortality. So the one step you have to take is what happens if they succeed. What happens if Jeff Bezos invents a technology that allows him to live forever? Is he the only one that gets it? Who gets it? How do you decide who gets it? How do you determine who gets to live forever? Not everybody can. Does everybody get it? That we're all just going to overpopulate the earth until we're dead in a, in a decade? That's impossible. You can't just give immortality to everybody. Only a few people get it. And it'll be people like Jeff Bezos, George Soros, Larry Page, Bill Gates. See, they'll have the immortal immortality. And they're setting up the Great Reset and this neo-feudal system and the social credit system to determine who deserves the blessing of these new gods. See, they're making themselves gods. They actually believe that Satan's promise was for them. They're going to fulfill the promise of the Garden of Eden. They're going to make themselves immortal and they're going to reign as gods over the rest of us. Are you going to let them? It's hard to believe (laughs) January 2022 is almost over. And that means our big New Year's special is about to end. The highest quality, whole food-based multivitamin and our best-selling vitamin C with zinc and rose hips formula that absolutely turbocharges your immune system are both on sale for just a few more days for 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. There's a lot of other great products as well where the sale is about to end on this coming Monday. So that means as of the time I cut this on Thursday evening, you've just got three days to save 40% off on high-quality products at InfoWarsStore.com, like our vitamin C, zinc, rose hips formula that is, again, amazing for your immune system and so much more, and, of course, our whole food multivitamin, meaning it comes from organic sources and is, again, the highest quality for your body. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com right now. With all the craziness going on in the world, with the globalists plotting their next big lockdown, with the next phase of the Great Reset being a staged cyber attack, 
with the deep state pushing a civil war, not just here, but in Europe and war with Russia, with the massive inflation and all the other garbage that's taking place, like supply chain breakdowns, you need to get prepared now with high quality storable food that is ready to ship. And it's been four years since my Patriot Supply at preparewithalex.com has offered their storable food at 25% off. Four years. But right now, it's 25% off until February 13th, 2022. A little over two weeks from the time I'm cutting this to get 25% off at preparewithalex.com on the entire catalog of my Patriot Supply. Act now, get prepared now. This is absolutely essential for everybody that wants to be self-sufficient. The War Room, Infowars.com forward slash show. Hypnosis. Hip, hypnosis. Interesting. Who owns hypnosis? Oh man, they make a lot of money. Let's see here. Uh, Blackstone. Oh, the Blackstone Group owns them. Oh, that's interesting. There you go. They appoint uh, this chairman, uh, former chairman and CEO of Pfizer. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? And there he is uh, doing the will of uh, Pfizer and trying to get Joe Rogan taken off the air so it's kind of, kind of interesting who owns what and uh what decisions people make all this is sort of tied together here and i hope you'll keep that in mind as we talk about this small stack of uh, covid news here today we'll try just to, to tear right through uh some some of the covid news from today from the national pulse new york times admits that unvaxxed people have a lower rate of infections and hospitalizations for covid19 than the vaxxed That's right. The New York Times has finally accepted that individuals unvaccinated against COVID-19 who previously contracted the virus had, quote, lower rates of uh, infection and hospitalization than those protected by the vaccines alone. The outlet attempts to explain the disparity in vaccinated and unvaccinated people contracting COVID-19 by attributing it to the waning of vaccine derived immunity. The admission follows other studies showing similar trends, including a Robert Koch Institute report that found nearly 80 percent of Omicron cases occurred in vaccinated individuals. Representing yet another conflict of interest, a member of Pfizer's board of directors doubles as a chairman for Reuters, which has published more than 22,000 articles mentioning the Chinese Communist Party linked pharmaceutical giant. So, yeah, the uh, one of the members of Pfizer's board of directors is the chairman of Reuters. That is the official fact checker of twitter.com so make no mistake we essentially have uh the 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 common you know town hall town square of the internet is controlled and fact-checked by the pharmaceutical industry so it shouldn't be that confusing why things that might bite into the pharmaceutical giants money would be not allowed on the internet kind of in the same way that when you have CNN and MSNBC and even Fox News getting a majority of their advertising funding from pharmaceutical giants, you also don't see a lot of anti-big pharma messages on those outlets either. But here's a great story by Peter Dabroska from TennesseeStar.com. FDA pulls authorization for antibody treatment, refuses to answer questions. 
So, of course, we know that the FDA has pulled the authorization for these antibody treatments. And when you talk about this, people go, yeah, but it doesn't work for Omicron. So it's not effective against Omicron. And there's some issues with that. Let's get into it. The U.S. FDA Monday unexpectedly pulled its emergency use authorization for monoclonal antibody treatments for COVID-19, dealing a blow to states like Florida, which have been using the treatment effectively for months. Asked for its reasoning, Chenapa Tantibanchachai, the FDA self-styled monoclonal antibodies are, directed the Florida Capital Star to an FDA press release about why they were denying this life-saving and successful COVID medication to those who needed it. And they say, well, it, it's unlikely that it works against the Omicron variant, which is circulating at a very high frequency. But here's the issue. When you go in for a COVID test, they don't test what variant you have. So they don't know if you have Omicron or not. So they're stopping all monoclonal antibody use because it does work against Omicron, even though they don't know for sure which variant you have when you go in. So it very well could work against the variant that you have. You don't know if you have Omicron or not. So that's just one issue that they have with this. The other one is that this press release has no actual information in it. The FDI did not specify the data that it referred to in its press release. This led to a host of follow-up questions from the star. For example, the COVID-19 vaccine, like the monoclonal antibodies, is also not effective in preventing COVID-19. Still, it remains on the market. And they have to tell us to take it every freaking day, a thousand times. Doesn't work for Omicron. We know that for sure. It actually makes you more susceptible to Omicron. That's the evidence that's coming out now. They haven't stopped that. They haven't pulled that emergency use authorization, have they? So again, these people are just dishonest scumbags. You can't trust a single word that they say. They say at this time, the available evidence supports the effectiveness of the authorized or approved vaccines, particularly when boosted. So again, just just lying about all of this, right? But they are uh, withdrawing the authorization for the actual useful uh, uh, monoclonal antibody treatment uh, based on absolutely nothing. And so they ask for data on this. Uh, Pete Dabrowska has. And essentially, there is no evidence on this. There's been no peer-reviewed science. There's been no, no nothing. There's no science to, to justify this. They just say, we assume it doesn't work against Omicron. And we're just going to assume that if you have COVID now, you have Omicron. No evidence of that. We're going to assume that it doesn't work. And we're also going to assume that you have it. So we're just going to deny it from you. They are denying life-saving medicine from people who need it. This is mass murder. This is genocide. This will not stand. But moving on. The FDA asked the court to delay the first 55,000-page production until May and Pfizer moves to intervene in the lawsuit. A lawsuit seeking all of the documents that the FDA relied upon to license Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine. A federal judge shot down the FDA's requested rate of 500 pages per month because it was, it's, it's an insult. And instead ordered the FDA to produce at the rate of 55,000 pages per month starting on March 1st. Since government has trillions of, our, of dollars of our money, it is putting it to good use by fighting to assure the public has the least amount of transparency possible. And to that end, it has now asked the court to make the public wait until May to start producing the 55,000 pages per month. And even then, claims it may not be able to meet this rate. The FDA's excuse is that... Uh, it amounts effectively to a claiming that the 11 document reviewers it has already assigned and the 17 additional reviewers being onboarded are only capable of reading at the at the speed of preschoolers. So, yeah, they relied on this information to, you know, uh, authorize the shots that they're now mandating you take, but they're not going to provide you the information because uh, they, they can only hire 12 people. So, you know, they, sure, they've made a trillion dollars this year. Sure, they have, you know, more money than the rest of America combined, but 
you know, what, what we're going to hire more people. No, we'll just uh, slow walk this till the end of time. Unbelievable that they're allowed to do this. Absolutely unacceptable, but there it is. Meanwhile, the Gateway Pundit, I've seen as many deaths. I, I've, I've never seen as many deaths. It's around 500 or 600% increase. This is according to a funeral director in the UK who reveals increasing number of thrombosis deaths in young vaccinated adults. This is funeral director John O'Looney of Milton Keynes Family Funeral Service in Milton Keynes, England. He shared in a recent interview with KLA.TV that deaths are an unprecedented level for young people in their 20s, 30s, and 40s, and we're all vaccinated. According to John, along with a group of experts, they're seeing an increase in number, particularly of thrombosis deaths. Thrombosis occurs when blood clots block veins or arteries and can be life-threatening, such as a stroke or a heart attack. It's just, I, I don't, you know, welcome to the I told you show, uh, I told you so show. See, I told you so show. You also have this, EU watchdog orders Ursula von Leyen uh, von der Leyen to hand over secret texts she sent to the Pfizer CEO. An official EU watchdog has slammed Ursula von der Leyen's for keeping a secret text message or keeping secret text messages with Pfizer CEO about purchasing, uh, purchasing COVID vaccine doses, saying it constituted maladministration. So just take all of these stories in kind, take them all all at once, right? And understand what's going on here. You've got a vaccine that kills people and is not effective against Omicron being forced on the population, the information about it is being hidden by the courts and by Pfizer. Pfizer, who's also running the fact checking on big tech media. At the same time, the FDA is denying monoclonal antibody treatments and effective treatments against Omicron. Same time that they're communicating in secret with the world leaders. It's all a scam. It's all a conspiracy. It's all a hoax. It's hard to believe January 2022 is almost over. And that means our big New Year's special is about to end. The highest quality, whole food-based, multivitamin, and our best-selling vitamin C with zinc and rose hips formula that absolutely turbocharges your immune system are both on sale for just a few more days for 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. There's a lot of other great products as well where the sale is about to end on this coming Monday. So that means as of the time I cut this on Thursday evening, you've just got three days to save 40% off on high-quality products at InfoWarsStore.com, like our vitamin C, zinc, rose hips formula that is, again, amazing for your immune system and so much more, and, of course, our whole food multivitamin, meaning it comes from organic sources and is, again, the highest quality for your body. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Infowars.com forward slash show. Trigger warning. This broadcast contains subject matter that may offend liberal snowflakes. It's the War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The War Room. I'm Harrison Smith sitting in today for Owen Schroyer. You know, we are on the, I don't know, what are we on? The, the crest of a wave? We're, we're, we're on the, we're at the crossroads right now is really what's happening. And humanity is deciding which way to go. The trucker convoy represents a massive, massive victory in the information war. Also a massive vulnerability should it be turned against us but it seems like everybody involved 
is aware of the risk. They don't want to turn into another January 6th, and they're doing everything they can uh, to prevent this peaceful, patriotic, and important movement from being taken over by bad actors. And, uh, man, I have so many videos to show you from that. The, the crowds that are lining the streets, the number of trucks, the people speaking up in support of this is growing by the day, and it's incredibly encouraging to see. And make no mistake, this is the effect of the tireless information war that we and others have been waging. I'm, I'm not going to take full credit for this, but you know if you're an InfoWars viewer, we have been on the forefront of this. We have been talking about this, not just the fact that this disease, this pandemic that was released from a lab uh, would be used to restrict people's freedoms in a myriad of different ways, but also talking about the deadly effect of the vaccines themselves. This is a multi-headed beast. After all, you may slaughter the hydra head of the vaccine mandates, but the vaccine death is still coming at your throat. So uh, we've got to take on all of this at once. And it seems like more and more independent and uh, uh, not cowardly doctors are standing up and revealing what they're seeing, doctors and others. We've covered uh, this guy before, but you know now he's uh, really making the rounds and talking very vehemently about what he's seeing. It's uh, John O'Looney of Milton Keynes Family Funeral Services saying, I've never seen as many deaths. It's around five or 600% increase. Uh, these deaths in vaccinated young people as a consequence of thrombosis or, uh, uh, you know, blood clots. But he's not the only one standing up and talking about this. Let's go now to clip number 13. This is a doctor named Dr. Charles, uh, Charles Hoff, who reports that in his small practice, he's seen no less than 10 patients who have been disabled by the vaccine due to microscopic blood clots. So here's just yet another doctor able to see things with his own eyes and able to shake off the you know, uh, societally induced fear of speaking up against what's going on and is actually telling the truth about what he's seeing. Here he is, Dr. Child, uh, Charles Hoff. I now have 10 patients in my small practice who are literally disabled after their first shot. Uh, and so I, I had set out to investigate actually the cause of their, of their vaccine injuries and found that it was due to microscopic blood clots um, and, and found that, in fact, 50% of people who get these shots have evidence of microscopic blood clots from a blood test called a D-dimer. So there he says 50% of people have these microscopic blood clots, he says, in his small practice, which who knows what small means, probably a, uh, under 100 people. He has 10 people who have been disabled after just the first shot. And it's not that surprising, is it? I mean, we never saw soccer players collapse on the field because of COVID. We didn't see you know, actors in their mid fifties just die alone in a in a, a hotel room because of COVID. All of this excess death has come only after the vaccine rollout. This is a vaccine of death. It is a depopulation agenda program being enacted. It's nothing less than that. It's not a mistake. It's not an accident. It's not a very rare. No, it's extremely common. And the consequences as of yet still remain unknown and they're still pushing it. Even though they recognize now, according to the CDC and everybody else, it does nothing to stop you from getting Omicron. It actually makes you more likely to get it, especially the farther away you get from your last vaccine dose, the more likely you are to come down with uh, COVID or really anything else because what it does is absolutely destroy your immune system. Yeah, here's, here's the, the gangster gremlin of Chicago laying out a, a bunch of $20 bills that say get vaxxed. 
because, you know, if you can't convince people to take an experimental drug by bullying them and threatening to take away their every freedom and perhaps their livelihood, then maybe you could at least get the poorest and most destitute and disenfranchised of your population to, uh, you know, fall for this guinea pig trick by offering them some relief from their monetary woes. Just so evil. It's just, it's, it's unending. Get vaccine, get the vaccine, get the vaccine. Even the, the, leader of Pfizer who he's like one week he's on he's on yeah, Borla whatever his name is is on CNN going well what we know is that uh, three shots is absolutely not effective whatsoever it doesn't uh, help it actually makes things worse then Pfizer of course copyright strikes that video can't let that ha- you, you can't let your CEO tell the truth about your product no 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 we have to silence him so they do and then now Albert Borla is on uh TV going, well, people are just scared of the vaccine and we have to get over their fear because you can't make rational decisions based on fear. It's like, really, really? And again, this is where the the metaphor of the bus to El Paso takes place, right? It's just like, there's just, they're scared to take the bus to El Paso. Like, what are you scared? You're scared to take it? No, I just, I don't want it. I don't want it. I'm not going to take it. It's not because I don't know that it exists. It's not because I'm, I'm frightened of it. It's because it's uh, a death shot. It's because when you say the bus to El Paso, I can see that the bus is aimed directly off of a cliff and it's going to kill us all. So no thanks. I think I'll walk. But of course, it's not just these doctors. It's not just the uh, funeral directors. Here is Dr. Ryan Cole uh, really breaking down exactly what's going on with these shots and the way that they utterly destroy a human being's immune system and lead to much, much worse consequences down the road. Here is Dr. Ryan Cole. Clip 14. Well, it all started out with seeing a common little viral caused skin lesion. And all of a sudden, after the vaccines rolled out, I started seeing this virus that causes this little bump, usually in kids, started starting to appear in adults. And I thought, what would cause that mechanism? And then as more biopsies started coming in, I started seeing an uptick in women's uh, cancers of the endometrium, of the cervix, in older ages that I normally don't see at rates I normally don't see. So, you know, I see about 40,000 biopsies a year. That's a lot for a doctor. But we'll need about a million and a bunch of labs to get together. You know, so everybody says, well, that's only anecdote. You know, that's not data. You know, it's not a study. I'm like, but it's a pattern. And how do we do science? You observe. And then you put a, a, an experiment together. And then you, you know, write the paper. Unfortunately, these are humans. We don't have time to be writing the paper. If I'm seeing something and my colleagues are seeing something, we need people to know, look, there are risks involved. You know, the, the benefit has to be higher than the risk. We know these shots aren't working. I mean, they're failed now. Now that Omicron's here, the shots are completely failed. The shot they still are telling people to get a booster is a spike protein that's toxic to the human body that causes the same disease as the virus and is predisposing people to autoimmune attacks and potentially short-term cancer risks. I have tons of oncologists after I reported those coming forward and saying, yeah, I'm seeing the weirdest cancers and cancers that we've been able to keep in check and treat taking off like wildfires, going stage two, stage three, stage four, like that. And that's because of the immune dysregulation that these shots cause. Immune dysregulation caused by the vaccine. It's good to see people waking up if only it had happened earlier. But people are waking up in, in, in the next uh, half hour or so. I'll show you a whole bunch of videos of what's happening there in Canada that should lift your spirit, folks. But you know that there's one outlet that has been talking about the dangers of vaccines since 
well before anybody even heard of COVID. For the last 20 years, Alex Jones has been sounding the alarm, and we have been on the forefront of this. And all we ask in exchange is that you buy a product that betters your own life and helps support us. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. We have the vitamin C plus zinc and rose hips and the uh, whole food multivitamin supplement. Both of those are back in stock and 40% off, but that sale will end Monday. But don't wait for Monday. The weekend will go by. You'll forget about it. Monday will come around and you'll realize you missed your chance to get this sale. Go get it right now. Infowarsstore.com. There's also 25% off all storable foods. If you don't have storable food in your closet or your garage or your basement already, what are you waiting for? Now is the time to get it. That's an unprecedented 25% off. That is a massive savings that only Infowars can offer you. You're going to get the lowest prices ever at the Infowarsstore.com. Infowars Life Select storable foods purchase that now save info it's hard to believe january 2022 is almost over and that means our big new year special is about to end the highest quality whole food based multivitamin and our best-selling vitamin c with zinc and rose hips formula that absolutely turbocharges your immune system are both on sale for just a few more days for 40 percent off at InfoWarsStore.com. There's a lot of other great products as well where the sale is about to end on this coming Monday. So that means as of the time I cut this on Thursday evening, you've just got three days to save 40% off on high-quality products at InfoWarsStore.com, like our vitamin C, zinc, rose hips formula that is, again, amazing for your immune system and so much more, and, of course, our whole food multivitamin, meaning it comes from organic sources and is, again, the highest quality for your body. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com right now. I don't like coming to you and saying this could be our last broadcast. Hell, I've been on there 27 years, and only in the last year or so have I said that. But let me tell you, the new world order is breathing down our neck. The big globalist publications are coming after us, and they're doing everything they can to shut us down. So please pray to keep InfoWars on the air, and please support the local station you're listening to as well. At the same time, go to InfoWarsStore.com while you still can, and get a book, get a film, get a t-shirt, get some supplements, because it's that money that helps us stay on air in the face of this thing. I need your help more than ever now. I want to keep fighting the globalists, but I can't do it if you don't support us. So pray for us, word of mouth, tell folks about the broadcast however you can, and buy great products that will enrich you and your family's lives every day at InfoWarsStore.com. Whether it's high-quality coffee or supplements or books or films, all of it nurtures the soul, all of it empowers humanity, all of it is pro-human and pro-God. Thank you so much. Infowars.com forward slash show. Yes, love to me. That's right, folks. The Freedom Convoy is approaching and and may have already landed in Ottawa. 
I know our 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 friend on the ground, our reporter in the field uh, at Trans Splendor on uh, on Twitter, Alex Cargill, uh, is there in Ottawa, uh, saying it is just a scene of love and patriotism and passion for freedom. And my goodness, this has been the most successful protest perhaps I've ever seen. You know, there's a problem with protests these days in that if there's something that the establishment wants, then the protests themselves are fabricated as almost just a like a, a cover for what they were going to do anyway. Right. You've got things like in, in colleges, you'll have uh, some some college group that wants to see change. And so, you know, they're funded by millions of dollars from people like George Soros and they recruit people and then they get in contact with the administration of that school and the administration and the media. They're all pushing the same story and they're all, it's all very like organized and and confined. And the protest itself is just sort of giving the cover, right? Just to give the media something to, to put, point their camera on and go, look at all these people being upset at this and, and demanding change. And then the media coverage gives the administration the excuse they need to enact the change going, hey, look, you know, it's the, the media is pointing out how, what a big deal this is. We better make the change. They were going to make the change anyway. The protest is fabricated. The protest is fake. And it's just giving the artificial cover for what they were going to do anyway. Meanwhile, if it's a real protest, if it's something like the March for Life, in Washington, D.C., you can have a million people there, which I think some estimates say there were, but you know, something like 300,000 people walking down the street, not a blip on mainstream media. They'll never even mention it. So in a way, you know, protests have devolved at this point or evolved, depending on which way you look at it, into like a, a scientific deception where they ignore and bury legitimate protests and the falsified, fake, funded, astroturfed protests gets promoted and, and they get whatever they want. Except when it's so overwhelming that they cannot hide it anymore. They can't stop people from finding out about this truck convoy. They can't stop the truck convoy themselves. But boy, are they trying to. They're pulling out all of the stops in trying to prevent this from taking place, trying to scare people away from it. Justin Trudeau came out and called these people fringe extremists, right? The, the, like the majority of his country are a bunch of fringe uh, 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 extremists. And then Justin Trudeau now is in hiding. See, he was exposed to COVID, so he has he's had to go into hiding for five days because of COVID. Obviously, it has nothing to do with the incredibly powerful truck convoy going to the city where he is. No, no, it's it's COVID, so he has to hide. Other there's other claims where they're they're blaming weather and shutting down roads and forcing the trucks to go around and and trying to disrupt the convoy that way. Meanwhile, they're writing all sorts of articles about how this is. It's actually fascist and racist what's going on here. It's they're desperate. They're desperate. And they're trying everything they can to smear these people who done nothing wrong. They're hardworking guys who have delivered food uh, all all through the pandemic and are sick of the mandates. But again, just the, the, the level of media lie and, and cooperation that goes on with those in power is really on display here. They are terrified of what's going on and it's spreading. Brazil now has a truck convoy springing up and i've seen reports that there's one in italy there's one in france i mean all over the world truckers are combining forces to bring down the tyranny of these covid despots and it's amazing to see but of course they're they're claiming that they're extremists in this and they're claiming that it's it's their terrorism this is all terrorism of course and it's falling on deaf ears nobody believes that you know who these good patriotic people are up to anything other than what exactly they're up to 
They're trying to get rid of the mandates. They're no longer accepting and capitulating to the demands of the tyrants, and it's beautiful to see. But here is a really powerful defense of these people by uh, Pierre Poilever, or a pure French name. (laughs) I wish I could pronounce it, but he's the conservative finance critic in uh, a a conservative finance critic in Canada. And he's responding here to reports of extremist groups and individuals joining the truck convoy in protest of federal government's COVID-19 mandates. Clip number seven. Let's watch. Well, you know what I think is interesting is that um, when there's a left-wing protest on Parliament Hill, we don't see the liberal media going through every single name of the people who attends to try and find one person that they can disparage the whole group with. Um, You know, we don't see... uh, CBC, for example, has been accused by its own employees of systemic racism. And yet we don't see the media here generalize that everyone who works at the CBC is a racist. Whenever you have um, five or 10,000 people who are part of any group, you're bound to have a number who have or say unacceptable things. And they should be individually responsible for the things they say and do. But that doesn't mean we disparage the thousands of hardworking, law-abiding, and peaceful truckers who, quite frankly, have kept all of you alive the last two years by filling your grocery shelves with the food that you eat and filling your homes with the products that you rely upon. So I think that it is possible to hold individually responsible anyone who says or does anything unacceptable while showing support for the hardworking, law-abiding, peace-loving truckers who are fighting for their freedom and their livelihoods and on whom we have defended, we have depended for our very existence over the last two years. Absolutely brilliant response there. And again, what he's highlighting is just the media dishonesty, the blatant and destructive media portrayal of absolutely anything that they are against. And they know they they have they're violating people's humans right human rights. The truckers are engaged in a peaceful protest that is explicitly permitted by the constitution and the laws of the country that they're in. There's nothing they can say. So what do they do? They try to scare people away from it by saying if you participate in this, you will also be smeared as an extremist and a racist and all the other horrible things they call people who disagree with them on policy and who don't want to be subjects of their tyranny. The media's power is absolutely collapsing and they've done it entirely to themselves it's so funny when they're like why does no one trust us anymore well you're congenital and bad liars like you you lie endlessly and it's not even good lies they're just obviously fake obviously false and it's obvious what your agenda is so we're not falling for it anymore nobody's falling for it anymore we can actually listen to the people involved and see what they really say and we could ignore the media and so that was him putting down the media very politely and very respectfully And very eloquently, I thought that was great. Now, the media is not being treated so uh, politely by those in the protest itself. Let's go now to clip number 10. As the poor, the poor lying fake news coward puppets uh, are so mad that the people protesting don't grovel to them and don't care what they have to say. Let's watch. 
This is not about no mandates for truckers. It is about no mandates for all Canadians. Many people here are anti-vaccine. Take another booster shot. Go ahead. What up, InfoWars? InfoWars represent? Why are you lying? Why are you openly lying? Why? Why are you supporting official narratives? Don't trust the federal government. He's got the biggest hoax in history going on with this virus. I won't get sick, you know why? He's safe because he's happy, this man says. 100%. Truckers joined those who arrived to lend their support for a convoy bound for Ottawa. I'm not a big fan of the mandates. I think they pushed it a little too far. Other truckers used different language to describe government responses to the COVID-19 pandemic. Freaking organized crime and use people yourself, Global News. Okay, you and your boss. We can't go and exercise. We can't move around to restaurants. We're judged in public. Our prime minister's called us a racist and a misogynist. One by one, the protesters allege Canadians are being persecuted. Please stop saying that we are aggressive people. We are emotional because we are upset with our freedoms being taken away and then you coming and being condescending towards us. Police stood back as protesters put their views on full display. Doubting one after another scientific fact and claiming their view is the right one. Stop it. Canadians deserve better. And you, you guys need to, shame on you. So you get a sense of what this protest was all about. It's kind of like going to a party that you weren't really invited to. One Canadian press photographer said he was shoved and spat upon by protesters, but no arrests. Oh no. Oh, poor guy. Yeah, it's like being invited to a party that you're the pinata. Nootropics is a fancy way of saying brain pill, and it is the fastest growing market in supplements in the world for good reason. There are a lot of amazing compounds out there, some healthy, some not, that do incredible things in our brains. And we've tried them all, we've researched them all, and we will not sell you anything that is linked to any problems or any type of toxicity or any type of extreme hangovers. Because I'm not saying some of our brain products you won't have a little bit of a letdown once you take it. That, that would just be a lie. But these are very, very clean with compounds that God gave us that are good for you. And one of our best sellers is back in stock, Brain Force Plus, a good, clean nootropic, a good, clean brain pill. You can find stuff that's stronger, but it's not good for you. This is a high-quality system. It's available at InfoWarsStore.com. Been sold out for a long time at 40% off. So get your Brain Force Plus today at InfoWarsStore.com and help keep us on air. Thank you so much, and I'll see you out there.